0: Oh my, I have enjoyed that, yes boy. Me oh my, I have enjoyed that, yes boy.
1: Me oh my, I have enjoyed that, yes boy. Me oh my, I have enjoyed that. Be oh, oh my, I have enjoyed that, yes boy. Me, oh my, I have enjoyed Kato and thank you very much for tuning in to another episode of Code with Kingy. Where for this go round, I'm sharing the mic with one of the fellas. Chris Whitley, where we are putting together our NRL Super Rugby team. But first off, Whitley, how are you, my bro? And yeah, can't wait to crack in.
0: Yeah, good, Kingy, mate. Thanks for having me on. Uh, It's good to be here. Long time, uh, long time listener. So, uh, mate, I'm excited to rip it.
1: Grateful, bro. And I want to start different to what I've heard from other podcasts. You know, it's easy to start from fullback and work your way into Mm. the forwards, but Seeing as like the front row was a bit of a headache for me because it's quite tough to translate an NRL Mm. prop to a a union prop. So why don't you start us off with your two big boppers up front? Who'd you go with?
0: My big boppers, mate. All right. So for one of the props, I went with Josh Papali and Captain. So big one uh, first up. Mate, he's just... Just a big presence on the field. He's he's fucking quick. Um, I think last year he, he made the tackle of the year on on Jamal Fogarty. I'm not sure if you watched that. He just turned mm-hmm. and absolutely gassed. And, mate, I think he gets up to top speed on that Telstra checker uh, like, 32 Ks an hour. Which is like pretty close to where um like all your centers, like the Trail Mitchell and stuff is only running about like thirty-three K. So like he's quick, mate. So mm. um and he's pretty low to the ground as well. So he'll bunt you off like if you if you go up too high. And then yeah, I reckon mate, you get him a uh, you get him on the scrum machine a couple of weeks and, and he's away. <laughs> um and then number three have I got, um, uh, Tom Burgess I've got there actually. Mm. So I've got him as a bit of a sort of mature prop in the team. He's got bloody good skills as well. So that tips on all day if he's on, on that sort of B, B player on that on that pod, mate, just to tip on. He's got good footwork as well. And, um, mate, he's finally come out of the shadow um, from his brother and he's he's really starting to shine on the NRL stage. So, yeah. Uh, those are my two big boppers, and mate, there's yeah a lot of competition for the front row there, but uh, I think they're going to go well for me this season.
1: Well, I've gone with Papali as well. I think he's sort of that nice. old head. He knows all the tricks of the trade, and you know, like you said, he's just he's so mobile for a big fella. Mm. And that and that's so, that seems to be the trend with a lot of the forwards in league. You know, you can almost play them in the back row in Union, oh. considering like how well they move with the ball. Uh, but for my other prop, I didn't go with Burgess. I went with Payne Haas, Oof. and I only did that because I think he plays close to seventy minutes most weeks for the Bronx. So he's fit. you know, mm-hmm. like I think that would translate to union, you know, the fact that the balls and play so much. And you know in the NRO how props sort of take a risk, you know, they do their head up and they'll yeah. drop off. And then depending on whether or not they're part of like a block play, and then you know, whether they kick or they score, they then chase the kick. I don't know. I just thought, yeah, pain has for me. He just, he just seems to have it all, bro. I and mean, what is he like twenty one?
0: Yeah, man, he's so young and he's so huge. Like he's actually gonna be so important to that franchise as well, because they're in such a like dip at the moment. Um, so actually like having a young like fit player like that. And then they lost Reese Walsh, sorry boys, but um <laughs> yeah, man. I think no, that's good cool. That's good cool. I think like always if I like look to compare like league and union, like as a back in union, like you kind of get a break every few minutes because if (laughs) if someone drops a ball or like someone kicks a ball out but then um like mate if you're a prop like you're working for 80 minutes so you know and and having someone like pain us yeah good call shot mate all right
1: for hooker i think i'm gonna be surprised if we went different on this i went brandon smith
0: oh okay we did go different i went um coc for telekai from the sharks
1: hmm i'm not familiar with him bro that that, that goes to show the the extent of my NRL knowledge. But, you know, fill us in.
0: Yeah. Oh, mate, he hasn't played a lot of NRL. He's probably only like 30, 40 games deep. But I don't know. He'd be like 5'10", like well over 100 clicks, like just a ball of muscle. uh He plays second row for the Sharks and he just – he goes hard like he'd be so nice out on the edge i reckon uh, And he just yeah absolutely run over <laughs> anyone that comes near him uh and obviously you'd be able to teach him to to throw a ball in but he's low enough and, and muscly enough to play the position
1: seems like he fits the bill i went with brandon smith given what mm. we saw of him when he played front row and i think he's played a little bit here and there for the storm this year but yep. primarily he was more of a forward for the storm and You know, the fact that he showed that he could put on that weight and still move around the way that he did, and we all know how much he loves to throw his body into contact, and he's got all the skills, so I don't think the throwing thing would be too much of a hurdle for him. So, yeah, that was my argument
0: for putting him in at number two. Yeah, I like him. He's in my team as well, mate. You'll just have to wait to see. eh? (laughs) (laughs) All right, locks locks
1: is another one. You lead players don't,
0: yeah, so go on, it's a lot easier to pick the back, say, uh, 100. Who did I go? I went with Big Nelson, a Sophus Solomona. So um, obviously him having a, a union background, I think he played eight when he, when he was at school, actually. Um, yeah, mate, and like he was solid. I remember, I remember him coming down to play uh, against Boys High. Um, he didn't have, <laughs> had a lot of rucks, admittedly. So <laughs> Ben and <in> Leagues probably, <laughs> probably right fit to him. But yeah, mate, I just thought he'd, he'd slot in well there. And then I had. Tino Fa'asua Milly, I can't say his name, but he's huge, man. He's like six foot six, 110 kilos. He hasn't played a lot of NRL either. Well, this year's this year I read something earlier, he's played by like 18 games and made 45 tackle breaks in those 18 games. So yeah, he'd be he'd be unbelievable um, with ball in hand and mate, he's massive. So two big boys, Tommy Burgess and Paul be able to lift him up. i have win exactly the same, bro. My argument being, well, I, I,
1: actually, I actually looked up the tallest players in the NRL, and those two <laughs> were towards uh, the top of the list. And you just need as much height as you can, you know, when you're yeah. going to line out time, you know, just to nail those core roles. And I think both of those boys have shown for their respective clubs that they're not afraid to get stuck into the dirty work, which mm. is what you want out of your locks, uh, especially in union. So, and I mean, they're both freaks with ball in hand as well. So they wouldn't have any trouble, you know, have, playing those little tip pods and whatever else whatever other systems that
0: you'd be getting to run in union. It'd be so yeah. nice to be, be that big, eh? Like, just run through the line and just get an arm away so easily. Eh? <laughs> mate, I, had, I say
1: the same things to my boys, like, even at club rugby training. Like, some of them are huge. And then they're not running, like, anywhere over 80% into contact. And I'm like, mate, if I was your size, oh, I'd be in all know, black. No, 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 I wouldn't be. You boys. know what I mean, bro? <laughs> like, some boys don't know how to throw their weight around
0: mate it's like oh who was it at school oh i don't know oh, oh mate i'm maybe gonna murder the story but there was an ex all black from from boys high uh god i can't remember his name but he's uh he was a bit oh, mate he's a lock i don't know i'm I'm mirroring the story, but uh, he was something like he was something like six foot six and he was absolutely horrible at school in the third fifteen and uh, like someone from Canterbury came and like picked him up and said, like mate, like you're big enough to be an all black, put him through a club system and like train him bloody hard and um, yeah, got him through. I, I don't I'm not sure who it is, eh? But there's a yarn going around school that it was someone, so uh might have been back in the day.
1: <laughs> I think there's there's also the element of like whether you know you have it or you don't sometimes you need that little bit of craziness that you see in guys of all different shapes and sizes and some boys you know some of the bigger boys they've just grown up being the big guy and a lot of them don't like it and have shied away from that sort of stuff so
0: it's crazy it's like it's like if you're over seven foot you've got something like a 60 percent chance of making the nba as well eh? like like it's just like taking that size and then if someone just puts a little bit of talent or like just like installs a little bit of time in you like you're going to make it i wish that was the same with footy but who knows man (laughs)
1: all right let's get back on track otherwise we'll just keep wandering all right
0: right. uh loose four trio loose four trio all right i went with angus crichton six victor radley seven and my boy bunty i at eight hmm yeah man so um yeah i went with uh Angus Crichton at six. Mate, he's got crazy, like, schoolboy union highlights. He used to be 12. He was the second five for um, Aussie schoolboys in 2014, our last year of school. Mate, just bumping people off left, right, and centre. I reckon he'd convert well to to the loose forwards. Uh, i got Victor Radley at seven. I wanted my seven to be, like, the most energetic person out there on the field. He wears his heart on his sleeve in the NRL and, like, Mate, he's a hothead. I, I love that A. Eh? Like, I fucking love that A. Eh? I want him out there. Um, and yeah, I want him I want him in that in that red zone all the time. i will be slapping him around the head in the in the in the sheds, getting him ready to go. And then my boy Bunty at eight. So um yeah, he'd be so good, like off the kickoff, first ruck, just steaming him from the back fence, taking the ball off that. And he's only twenty four as well. So um, mate, he's gonna be in my franchise for a long time.
1: I love the argument. Have it, you know? I- I too have gone with Crichton at six. Like yourself, yeah. I've seen the highlights and even like watching him in the NRL right now, like he knows how to run a line. So that stuff, I think would translate to a blindside. At seven, yeah. I've gone with Jake Travoyevich, So a little bit different yeah. to you. I actually stirred away from the hotheads, you know, like looking at the Tavita Pangaei Juniors, the Matt Lodgers. I like yeah, having yeah. my boys on the field. And so <laughs> th- this is just for me personally, like as, yeah. as much as I love Victor the Inflector, just the, <laughs> the the fact that I could be missing him for periods in a crucial game, so to speak, I just, yeah, I, I don't want to run any risks with my team. That's just the conservative guy that I am. And Jake yeah, Javoyovich, I think he makes something like 50-plus tackles a game. He's got all the skills in the world, and you, you watch him when they play out the back. He's always in there, so he's my seven. And then at number eight, he was a guy that I probably could have fit in anywhere in that four-pack, but I went with Jason Tomololo. Just with him being a freak okay. of an athlete, you you could you could throw him in the front row. You probably play him at lock as well. But just ha- imagine him coming off the back of a scrum, bro. Like,
0: mate, I like that. I've I've gone youth youth over experience here, but I can. I like your train of thought. Yeah, mate, that's that's good call. Jason Tamalolo. Oh my god, I reckon one of his legs is probably about three of mine. Eh? It's, it's ridiculous, man. He's well, it's so even, big.
1: It's it's even the way he moves, bro. Like oh. he doesn't step, but he like almost like glides and swivels, and guys oh, just God. fall off him.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely.
1: So absolute freak. It's one of those things where I think he got picked up for the league system from South Auckland quite early on. But oh uh, yeah. So, but the the idea of seeing him as an All Black, I just thought that yeah, he's probably a number eight. I mean, he could even be like a second five, bro,
0: considering the mm-hmm. way he carries. I know. Uh, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, it was a, it was a Kiwi yeah, and then. Uh... Now with Tonga. I wish they mm. did that with, um, on a side note, I do wish they did that with the All Blacks, eh? Like, or like guys that, that are eligible should be able to go down to two countries, eh? I reckon, but just like Jason Tomorrow does.
1: I think if, if you're not wanted by the All Blacks, you're almost just sitting there and like you, you can make the argument for a lot of boys who get their break. And I know how big a deal it is to play for the All Blacks because that sort of stuff then sets them up for like their careers in Japan and England and France, but if you play one test and then the all blacks are right now nah, we don't want anything to do with you anymore that's you done like you can't go to any yeah, more man. world cups you can't give back to your country of birth or you know the motherland so now i'm with you bro like for especially some of those guys who you know someone like charles pietel for example although he was an yeah. exceptional all black he didn't really get a look in his time here so he shot off overseas mm-hmm. and Imagine him, you know, just the idea of giving back to those island nations, considering how much the the tier ones like your Aussies and, and your mm. New Zealands pretty much poach their best talent.
0: Mate, Pierta is a name I haven't heard for a long time, mate. Eh? <laughs> I like where your head's at, eh? Bro, he's a
1: great player, I, bro. Great yeah. player. Oh, All me. right, let's start our backs. Who's your number nine? Cool.
0: My number nine is Brandon Smith. So, yeah, I'd love a running nine, which might be a little bit different to you. So I, I just like how he's always a threat with the ball, can bury his head in whenever he wants, and he, he's he's going to be the team leader in the sheds after the game as well. You, you were there at Northern Base when we when we were with him, eh? No, I went the following year, but I've heard the stories. Oh mate, he's loose, Eunice. Eh? Doesn't mind a bear. It's uh, it, it's good stuff, man. Like <laughs> oh. Yeah, um, yeah, so he's my nine. How about you?
1: <laughs> well, because I've got Brandon at two, uh, and, and I thought about him as a nine as well, but I just tried to get the best players on the field to fit them in where they could, and so I went nice. with Harry Grant at nine. Okay, I think that he nice. translates to a nine pretty well. That's similar to Brandon Smith, obviously, he's not as bulky, but I think the service is a little bit crisper, and I love my halfbacks to have a nice pass. Mm. Harry Grant's just as dangerous in and around the fringes, like we see him at Ruck Tommen League, and he's even got a a subtle kicking game, which I think you need at
0: nine. 100% he's got that kicking game, bro, as well. Like, he doesn't mind going for a 40-20 or, like, he, like, carries out of half a lot as well, which both of them do. So, like, on that carry, on that taxi, like hitting a 12 on a short ball or, like, tipping a a winger on the inside, either Brandon Smith or or Harry Grant can do that. But definitely differences. I don't think Brandon Smith could kick a ball to save himself. But um, oh, he's just – I love how he just has a nose for the white line. Yeah.
1: He's dangerous on attack and defense, bro. Like, you can't get away from him on attack, and you don't want to be running down his channel on defense.
0: Yeah, 100%, man. Oh, good minds. Good team so far, by the way, mate. We're shaping up well. Yeah, bro. All right, my
1: number 10, Nathan Cleary.
0: <laughs> Same.
1: <laughs> I don't, I don't yeah, think we need to say any more, bro. That, yeah, the magician,
0: man. Oh, crazy i i just think like his way to then he moves the defense around as well like it's like he's moving the defense around like with the ball i don't don't even know i don't even know how someone does that you know what i mean it's almost like he can dictate where he wants people to go or like the gaps that he wants to run and it's 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 so hard like i've never seen anyone really do that with a ball in hand um you know usually a a lot of people have to change their attacking style given you know what the defense is showing them but it's just like Pictures just don't seem to affect him, which, oh, mate, he's, he's bloody good. Yeah, have you seen his warm-up as well? No, nah. he like he juggles like three or four balls, and they're like, it's like it's crazy, man. He's just like he's ready for anything. It's awesome.
1: The prodigy, yeah. For me, he's just very carter s Like he ticks all the boxes. There's nothing that he can't do, and I love yeah. a team that can get in there and put on a shot, like we saw last weekend when he came back in well, for the Panthers. And the fact he's such a leader. At what is it? What like 23, 22, bro? Like it's crazy. Yeah, yeah. You think he's he's, think, yeah. he's been around for like what well, seems like ages, but that's because he debuted at like seventeen, bro. I know, man. So, yeah, crazy. Very special. Crazy to
0: think. It's, I reckon he's going to be an immortal one day, one hundred percent. I think if his body holds up, yeah. Yeah, his his shoulder's really bad, and he's trying to he's trying to get through the rest of the season, but um. Mm. Cooper Kronk did the same thing to his shoulder and only played one game and said it was, like, excruciatingly painful. I've got no idea how Cleary's going to try and get through eight games. So, oh, mate, we'll have to see if he – because I reckon this year's the Panthers year, man, so we'll have to see if he takes it through.
1: You reckon? Like, even with how well the Storm will play? I
0: reckon, man. I just – I love the energy of the of the Panthers team. Like, they're, they're like a bunch of young blokes that, like, play for each other. And, like – I just, I'd, I'd love to see them get it done. I know the Storm are going well and like, obviously they've got some more old heads in the team, but I think like, I think it's Panthers year, right?
1: Fair cool. I'd love to see it. I think they got to get Brian tall back and see how he lifts that team again. But then again, you know, if the Storm are without Jerome Hughes, depending on how his head shapes up, mm. that could maybe level the playing field, bro. But yeah, I wish them both well with their recoveries to their injuries. Um, if they're listening, um, Centers bro. We'll go to the Centers <laughs> We'll go to the Centers bro. I've gone with Big Luttrell at 12, and then I went with Tommy Turbo at 13.
0: Yeah, nice. I also went with Tommy at 13. I went with Jack Whiten at 12. So, um, yeah, obviously Jack Whiten. M winner last year, man. With the ball in hand, he'd be great at 12 because you just don't know whether he's going to run or pass and look mate if you could drill a kicking game into well he does he does have a a pretty good kicking game but like yeah triple threat man and he's got a huge cutout ball as well and it's not it's not one of it's not you know it's not one of those league like moon balls as well like he can throw it flat like across the face of like three or four boys and then yeah obviously tomo tommy bro freak unreal (laughs) imagine that space that he'd have at 13 eh? would just be too much like he, he, he. I reckon he would be the best player in Super Rugby if he came over to play as well. He'd have, he had so much space. Like he could step, he can run over. He'll bring three guys and he'll, he'll get an offload. You know, back on the inside to White and try.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'd always thought there, bro. Like growing up as a, as a youngster watching the Naro, and you know, being able to watch guys like Cameron Smith, Billy Slater, Greg Inglis, Darren Lockyer, JT. I'd always wondered like how well they translate to rugby. Now you, you look at like someone like an Israel Folau who mm. pretty much took to it straight away. Mm. And although Folau a special athlete and, you know, he'll probably go down as one of the greats in both codes. For me, I just, I would have loved to have seen, you know, like a, a JT and how he would have changed the Wallabies or like you said, like yeah. a Tommy Turbo coming in just because of just how special they are, not just with their physical gifts, but they seem to be a step ahead of everybody else
0: yeah I, I agree man and like you look at it can go the other way like you look at benji marshall as well as an example and like he was rushed man, though like,
1: he was rushed
0: oh 100 man I, I i totally agree he he his first game of rugby union was a super rugby game like they didn't give him any club rugby they didn't give him any npc and like i felt bad for the bloke right but mm. to be fair man he he scored a good try and like <laughs> he still played like 10 games or something and like Mate, like he's playing for a yeah, shit it's,
1: team in the Blues as well, bro. Yeah,
0: especially when they're going absolutely horrible. Like when he came over, oh, mate. Yeah, I know. I, I agree, I agree. If if he had if he had more time, I reckon he'd be he would have been a gun.
1: Well, you know, there's not to say that Tommy couldn't come over to Union, considering you know the the bump up in the paycheck he'd get if he was ever to leave. But again, he could be one of those guys who, if he sticks with Manly, wins a premiership. Maybe mm-hmm. even this year, if he's if he's good enough to carry them, you know, like very Haynesy or Ben Barber-esque. yeah, you know, he he's got the chance to go down as a Immortal
0: as well. Hundred percent. Imagine those short balls on the line that he'd be able to hit as well, Tommy Turbo. It'd just be dangerous, man. Harry Grant just texting forms, <laughs> to Tommy Turbo. Oh, man, how Look, could I love you stop the sound that, of that? I
1: don't think you could, bro. I don't even think the All Blacks could, bro. Let's be honest. Yeah, or At least the 100%. All Blacks today. All right. <laughs> Back three, let us off.
0: Uh, okay. I'm with Latrell Mitchell, left wing, James Tedesco on the right, and Kalen Ponga at fullback. So, yeah, I love a big winger, man. So I thought a big number 11, your, your specs of you like, Nandolo's. I know he's not that big, but Latrell Mitchell, big boy. I just want him to just run hard. Like, all that's all I want him to do and just put on spot tackles all day. Um, and yeah, that'll be his role. And then James Tedesco put him on the other wing. Just for those kick returns, he'd be able to just carve up a broken line. I feel like in union, uh, the line, like the chase line, is a little bit more broken than it than you do get in league. And you see like the likes of like Will Jordan absolutely like ripping it up. And it's just probably because you've got guys coming up from Iraq. Um, and I think he'd just tear up like that. He'd just absolutely go through. He's also a kicking option. And then Caleb Ponga, man, you can't go past his schoolboy highlights, eh? unbelievable. Imagine him just trying me into the line outside Tommy Turbo. How terrifying would that be to defend, eh? Like, you look up, there's Tommy Turbo and then bloody Calvin Pong appears on his outside. He just, you wouldn't know what to do, mate. So yeah, he's in my fifteen.
1: <laughs> yeah, bro. All of those guys would just be awesome decoys. Because I've got the trail at 12, I've gone for Joseph Manu on the left wing. Mm. A lefty. Very good in the air. Very like acrobatic. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I don't know. I, I just like I like Manu, he's probably one of my favorite players to watch. On the right wing, I've gone with RTS. And I'm not Ooh. sure if you if you didn't consider him, you know, considering his move.
0: Yeah.
1: I probably should have given you a heads up about that. Um, but then nice. at fullback, I've I've gone with Kalen Ponger as well. Like you nice. said, those those um high school highlights are legendary. Oh. I think they've racked up like over a million views, bro. So that just shows how how far reaching yeah. that was. Right, <laughs> but how yeah, do you
0: reckon that. How do you reckon RTS is going to go in, in, in Union?
1: Uh, from all indications, so I've, I've talked to a few of the boys in the Auckland team, and they've said, mm. you know, like, he's just the ultimate professional. So from a learning perspective, yeah, that's not going to be a problem. But I think he's probably going to be a winger. I know there's been talks about him potentially playing 13 or 15, but I just think that decision-making as a 13 on defence is probably maybe a little bit too hard to... Fast track him on considering, you know, we're probably just trying to get him in there for the next World Cup. And then at 15, I've heard that he's a pretty average kicker. So, yeah, that probably doesn't work out. And you stick him on the wing, you get into jam like, like what he probably would have done back in his Roosters days, and you give yeah. him a little bit of space and he's dangerous. So. so, same on the kick returns as well, like you mentioned with James Tedesco before, a broken line.
0: I think mm. RTS would have a field there oh bro i reckon he's going to mean uh, i can't wait for his debut
1: it'll be interesting as well just you know considering the turnstile that is the all blacks outside backs and it's like yeah. who gets who gets dropped now bro oh, i'd like to see
0: him back in uh
1: bro he's another one who's not in there bro
0: yeah i know god who knows mate? <laughs> you'd hate to be
1: ian foster well that, that's sort of you know you've got a luxury of choices but I think when you got that many good players, the flip side of it is, is that if it doesn't work out, then everyone's going to criticize you, saying,
0: Oh, you should have picked that. So 100%. Oh, yeah. well, Razor Robinson's going to be in there soon, mate. So we won't <laughs> have to uh, have to worry about our old Fozzie for too much longer. <laughs> Fingers
1: crossed, bro. Fingers crossed. All right. I'm, I'm loving this, bro. Let's roll with our benches. Cool. And my, my props, I've gone with Junior Paulo and James Fisher Harris.
0: Oh, nice. Uh, I've gone with uh, Junior Paulo also and I've gone with Jake Trbojevic as well. Mm. So um and I've got I've got him at Vice Captain as well. I want him playing like oh actually, no, sorry, mate. I've got Jake at um sixteen, so I've got him at Hooker. So I've got I've got Junior Paulo and Flu Fanilla Blake as the as the two two big boys. Um yeah, so I just wanted another Warriors player in there, mate. I think <laughs> <laughs> the whole coach culture, culture's going well. And I, I want, yeah, obviously Junior Paulo's biggest guy in the NRL and Adam Fenua Blake, mate, he'd come in absolutely steaming off the, off the bench. I'm, I'm loving the way he's playing for, for the Warriors at the moment.
1: Mm, nice, bro. All
0: right. Who's your reserve lock? I've gone with Isaac Yo from, um, from the Panthers. How about yourself?
1: I went with Daniel Saifedi. so so even though he's a prop Mm. he's 6'5 120 Mm. kegs which i think would translate to a lot but i i too like there were a couple of guys in the league realm who i wanted to pick you know an example being cameron murray like i love cameron murray but i'm just not sure where he would fit in i think he's more tailored towards the forwards but he's probably a little bit undersized weight wise but but who's to know like whether or not he could just you know slap the weight on you know overnight if if he really needed to.
0: Yeah, 100%. So, yeah, I just think I went with Isaac Yo because I think he'd be nice to bring on to close out a game because he's that real link in that chain at the Panthers. Like, he comes on, like, he works well between the forwards and and the backs, Um, and he's tall as well. And I just think, like, having someone like that, like a leadership role, coming off the bench just to calm things down would be quite nice. So that's why I went with him.
1: I love how much you've mentioned culture, mate. Like, I appreciate the thought and effort that's gone
0: into this. <laughs>
1: you've even put your skippers. I didn't even go that far. And this is my podcast.
0: <laughs> <laughs> mate, culture, uh, mate, it's the most important thing about footy is, is, is having is. a couple of days after the game and, and enjoying the company of everyone, eh? Have you ever played the a team where, like, the culture's just not quite there? It's just, uh, it doesn't make footy as fun at all, though.
1: Um, unfortunately, I probably know that feeling a little bit too well. <laughs> not not recently, not recently, thankfully, yeah. but yeah, in the past, um, yeah, it definitely takes away from the reason why you play the game, right?
0: Yeah, well, one hundred percent, bro, and like oh, that's the most important thing, eh? Like, oh, well, you play it's it's weird, like growing up because obviously, like you are playing a different team every year when you're at like at school pretty much. And then, like, you leave and, like, you play, I don't know, you're playing a few different teams, people leave and stuff. And there's a the thing about a special group that, like, definitely drives wins. And, mate, mm. I want my team to win. So, <laughs> I've got to get the boys in. Cordy's second week of the season. <laughs> Everyone round to <in> mine. <laughs>
1: it's one of those things where i don't like to put alcohol on a pedestal but i just think in those in those types of environments you'd be very surprised at how much it actually brings a team together and that you know when you get out on the field mm. although to the outside it might not mean a lot but that bond that you grow in those at those yeah. events like your courties it lifts you like when you see like your brother working maybe like two percent harder than you it's like okay i've yeah. got a lift because i know that he's got my back um worst case scenario
0: 100 it's like yeah i think it's like even like even like this year bro like we had a, a few guys in the team that or this year and last year that um like didn't drink but it was all about like coming together just as like a, a team you know yeah. Off field results i reckon directly affect on field results so that's my that's my take on it
1: <laughs> i don't think i've any heard anyone ever say that bro you should coin that you know put a I trademark should, on it man. i like that <laughs>
0: i should man <laughs> all right but yeah uh, yeah sorry bro you go you go no 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 what you, what you, sorry bro i was trying to
1: cut you off bro
0: nah man i was just gonna say who'd you go who'd you go at your reserve um uh flanker
1: that's exactly who i was gonna jump to i went with <laughs> david for feeder.
0: nice shit he's going well at the moment hey i'm am i went with um uh cam murray actually so I, yeah. I love him, bro. But
1: yeah, I, totally I, I've good. already given my argument. But yeah, do you want to yeah. say a little spiel about? Yeah, him? I
0: guess. Yeah, look, I guess he's. I guess he's a more chilled version of, of Victor Bradley. So it'd be like, um, you start Richard McCall. You have Matt Todd on the bench, right? you, you uh, Richard McCall is out there, like he's he's oh, mate. He can do stupid things, like, <laughs> but he's he's ready to go at all times. And then you bring someone on, like Matt Todd. Or Cam Murray in this instance for Victor Bradley to just close it out, mate. Like, he's not going to make a mistake. He's going to get you over the line. Um, and that's that's what I want. Obviously, Cam Murray's only like 90 clicks, as you mentioned before, but bro, get him in the weights room. Get him over to South Africa for a preseason and <laughs> bring him back. He'll be huge.
1: Very <laughs> hard of a line. Uh, yeah. And I like, what you, I like what you mentioned there, bro. Cool heads prevail when in, in tight circumstances. So. Mm he'd be definitely one to close a game. All right. Who's your reserve
0: backs? Um, I went with Harry Grant at 9, uh, 21 for his cooking game. I went with Cameron Munster at 22 and I went with Joey Manu at 23. Yeah, have it. Yeah.
1: I went, because I've got uh, Harry Grant starting, I went with Ben Hunt to cover 9 and yeah. 10. 21, or 22, sorry, I went with Jack Whiten. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, so because I didn't have him in my team, I think, you know, he, he can pretty much play any position from 12 mm. out. You know, he, you could even probably throw him at 10, worst, you know, like almost... He's very like David Havili to me, bro. Yeah,
0: like a yeah. jack of all
1: trades. Like you mentioned it's that cut so up, but I think Havili's got all the silky skills, but he's shown that he can be that brute force of ball in hand. Yeah, bro, 100%. And then my last back, I went with Teddy, James Tedesco. Like you said, I think he, he he's almost like the perfect guy. You know, he's like this little energizer bunny. You throw him in there for the last 20
0: he just rehab it. Jeez. Yeah, man, it's, it's a good team. Joe Manu, I, I wanted to cover midfield wing and fullback and Cam Munster. <laughs> I just want him as a specialist team. So, look, he's he's unbelievable, but he's a TJ Perenara in the team. He's, he's only on the bench because the best player in the world is starting over. And, um, mate, <laughs> he'll go for four or five days as well. Yeah. Like <laughs> <so. laughs> he's in there
1: <laughs> he's driving the bus mate
0: <laughs> Bro, that's that that's that <laughs> so that that's my 23 mate I, i'm i i'm gonna throw it out there i reckon my 23 would actually go bloody well and so would yours in, in a super rugby camp
1: oh like when you messaged me that the other day like when i actually properly had a look at the team and like the athletes given like I, i've learned of your team now as well yeah it's hard to think that I mean, like, they probably wouldn't all be on the same team if they all came to rugby, right? Like, let's be fair. Nah, they'd they'd yeah. be scattered across, you know, the teams like we see with our leagues. But again, like I, like I mentioned before, like, the, the fact that even though Australia is pretty shit now in the union space, that's because the best athletes aren't playing union. All the best athletes are playing league or even 100%. AFL, depending on where they're born. So the fact that the Australians, shit. I mean, I know they've got the the proportion to obviously produce those athletes, but... But Australia, like to their credit, are, are pretty awesome sporting wise.
0: Oh, I know, man. Even at the Olympics, they tore up. I, what I'd really love to see is um, like a game of two halves, you know, mm. what they were, were talking about, like first half league, second half union it'll never happen just because the whatever the league specialist team is say it was kangaroos against the all blacks kangaroos would absolutely get pumped at ruck time and it would be so unfair and then i feel like league it's it's a simpler game even though you may have better athletes in the in the in the league team that may like they just wouldn't be able to make up the points or the drumming that they'd get it at, 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 at that at that half of union
1: you know same with the kicking as well bro like it's a, it's a different type of kicking Although the the league boys are good with the aerial side of stuff, I just think from a tactical perspective, because union players are used to just playing what's in front of them rather than, you know, league players do it to some extent, but they know they've got five tackles up their sleeve. Whereas in union, you know, you can die with the ball. The other thing is like what I've always asked league players is the fact that you can be a bit more of a hero. You know, like if you make (laughs) a break, even though like the draw and pass might be on, if you get tackled, you know, it's still your ball union yeah. you know, if you blow a two on one get tackled you run the risk of turning the ball over so even, even that sort of thing I'd find interesting like I'd love like yourself you just said I'd love to see it but mm. I just think that yeah it's probably a little bit too complex to yeah. probably push into such a short window you know both sides would have to go through their respective seasons and then yeah. come to like this big event and yeah I just don't think that even a month's time would give them enough prep to be honest because they're just okay. so wide one
0: way. Hundred percent, it'd be so hard. I do think, though, like looking at if you look at Super Rugby and you look at NRL pound for pound, I think you'd find that NRL players are better athletes. I just think like they're probably more well-rounded athletes because they because it's such a you're not drilled into a specific position like you are in, in in Union. You know, like if you're a prop, you're a prop. Like, do you know what I mean? Like you yeah. you work on scrumming or, or you work on throwing, like. if if you're in league you know you you can find yourself on a a paddock and it's more sort of I don't know it's more sort of like one-on-one what you can do who you can draw and who you can pass to can you get an offload away like it's a more sort of simple game as in like you don't have one specific uh, everyone sort of has a general role no one has sort of you're Mm. not sort of put into a box I don't know if that sort of makes sense but yeah
1: no, it 100% does, bro. And they're just two completely different skill sets. Although, like, the backs would probably find it easier to translate, tr- translate, translates. <laughs> yeah. Like you said, like, with a props role at scrummaging, and that's really like their, their core role. I mean, they, again, like, they do have to fit into the like the one three one system or whatever attacking flow they yeah. have and marking up the ABCs by the rucks. But that's, you know, they're there they're to scrum. Same with locks. They're there to take the pill down at a line at time. Whereas yeah. like in league, like you said, you know, you could, as a prop, although it's probably not the best thing to be, <laughs> the best thing to be, like, just in terms of you can find yourself anywhere, so you need to have the requisite yeah. skills to, you know, dish that last pass or, like, mm. get that ball around the corner for an offload.
0: Yeah, and I feel like they pick on athletes as well. It's like they mm. Oh mate, who's that winger from uh, uh from uh Saint George? I'm not sure. I, I don't want to try and pronounce his name, but he's he's an unbelievable athlete, and he um, was he was a, a bellboy at, at a hotel over in uh, over in Fiji when Joey Johns and um, big is it Mark Gibson or I don't know Mark I don't know one of them were were, were over there and they were he was serving them and they said to him like oh mate like do you play rugby league and he was like i play like a little bit of like a sort of union um on the side but of club stuff and this bell boy they took him down to the park and they started just hopping bombs (laughs) at him and they're like mate can you take these like and he was just like pouching them like left right and center and they're like right you're coming back to australia with us and you're trialing and he trialed on the wing went through and they gave him a contract to play in the nrl i'll have to figure out um what the, is that the R- ravellawa is. yeah i think it's him bro i think it's him bro yeah um and yeah he's playing in the nrl now. and and that all came from him being a huge like good-looking athlete as a bellboy
1: mm. but i think so there they, there's, there's like a maybe not the joey johns part but there's a similar story from mike Acevo with the eels as well I think oh, some okay. scout maybe found is, him my, over in. Maybe it
0: is Mike Acebo. I don't know. It's one of them. Yeah. It was a, an NRL player, but that's crazy. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think there's even a few boys. It'd be interesting to see like someone like Sass like have a go at league as well, bro. I think he's got like the oh, perfect skill set for that, you know, just in terms of just being on the wing and finishing tries and taking high balls. Yeah. We might have to, to do another crazy. podcast, bro. Take the rugby boys and then throw them into the NRL.
0: <laughs> that'd be the perfect that'd be the amazing. perfect follow-up, bro oh we, uh, i'm keen man i'm keen man and on my note before um it is uh luke romano that was on third 15 and just huge and they trained him up and now and now he's in all that oh wow yeah bro <laughs>
1: So to do with that can system bro There's breed
0: excellence oh yeah mate look at me <laughs>
1: <laughs> um I think people can already tell, mate. I've had lot, I've had a lot of fun doing this, and if you're keen, I'm definitely keen to do that follow up podcast, like I just mentioned, taking our our rugby union boys and putting them into a league context. But yeah, yeah. Mate,
0: I'm 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 in. Count man Me. On. <laughs> mate. Yeah. All right. Thank you very That's
1: much fine. for your time, bro. <laughs> it's been an absolute laugh. Um, been good to, you know, just even have a catch up over this, bro, and then just to yeah, chat mate. a bit of code, but. Yeah, from now until I see you next, which will probably be either at the boys' flat or at Lulu. I can't (laughs) decide between the two. Um, Stay safe and healthy, my man. You know, we're we're in another weird time, but yeah, very grateful for your time.
0: Sure, brother. Thank you very much.